Pressure Points. I'm Mayor D, and this is my paranormal baddie, AJ. We're coming at you with Season 4, Episode 29, The Hammersmith Gavel. Find us on Instagram and Twitter, at Points O Pressure. It's getting spooky today, so get fucking ready, cuties. I hope that you banging the table didn't get picked up. I I really hope that it did. I'm gonna I, go back through and erase I doubt it on it will. purpose. Don't you dare! You <laughs> I'm gonna off, replace it with you beeping. You'll just offset everything by <laughs> yeah. doing that because you're too lazy to add in dead sound. Oh no no! I'm just gonna erase <laughs> it from that track. So you're uh, right now. Everybody will be hearing me talk over you. Yeah, because <laughs> it'll be delayed. Incessantly interrupting me. Oh yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, welcome back. It's another fun-filled Monday. Oh, yeah, it is Monday. <laughs> Jesus Christ, AJ. Oh. You are so bad God. at this. Uh, why am I the president <sighs> and CEO? Yeah, of being bad at Of dates. this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, you're right. I'm just CEO. You're president. Just co. Just co-CEO. No, no, no. I'm CEO I'm not and taking. CFO. I'm not taking a fall when, you can have president when things go bad. And vice president. No, you no. you can be I don't want president, president, president of the board, and the board. No, because president and president of the board take the fall when bad shit happens. <laughs> CEO just sits back and says, well, I shouldn't have hired him. Not me. Okay, you can be my CFO. No. Uh, how about you'll, you'll be head of the Department of Acquisitions. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. It's all right. I'm the, I'm the CEO. I get to hire you however I want. Nope. That's not true. Yeah, it is. No. Oh, but right. uh, yeah, how was your week, man? Goddamn. Stressful? Not too bad. My car took a shit. Yeah. So did you figure out what was wrong with it? Nope. No. I'm taking it in tomorrow. Is it it's leaking oil, right? It's it's misfiring and oh. leaking miscellaneous fluids. Oof. <laughs> Yeah. Oi. Oi vey. Oi But at least my coolant isn't bad. Yeah, that's a plus. Yeah. Uh, so in that, I guess in a good transition. <laughs> it's a fantastic uh, transition. By all means, check out our Patreon so that we can fix AJ's car or help <laughs> him buy a replacement. Please. Follow the link below. This week on our Sloppy Seconds, we talk about the Jetpack Guy. He returns to Sloppy Seconds and more Twilight Zone mishaps. Yeah. So oh, oh. Uh, it's a good one. I, I also remembered in the description below in this episode, there's an Etsy shop link. So go ahead, check it out. Yeah, it's got yeah. some awesome like video game stuff. Um, do it. It's it's from a fan. Super, super Check them out. Great stuff it, they're too. really good. So, uh, you know, buy some. Raven buy all Raven. of his stuff. Yeah. Make it so that he... Uh, uh, can't <laughs> can't work anymore because he's can't, making well, so many no, no. things. Uh, falls behind in school. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, super um, cool shit. Now I gotta remember to put that in there. I'm gonna forget. Yeah, you won't. I'll remind you. Okay, good. Oh goodness. Uh, so, so uh, what you do this weekend? Um. Well, before I get to this weekend, oh. this week at work, um, I. So I have to get up really early, right? And yeah. I don't really like getting up that early all the time. Some days it's cool. Other days it just blows and I'm like, yo, fuck this. So uh, it was like 8 a.m. 
and I was caught resting my eyes. At Were my desk. you? Yeah. I but, however, I had my arms folded, and I was like, I was leaning forward. Oh like no! This, right. I know what you did. You know exactly what it is. So I had my arms folded, my head was down a little bit, and I had my eyes closed. Somebody walks up, like, "Hey, you good?" And I like sit up and I go, "Yeah, sorry, I was I was praying. My bad. Uh, what can I help with you today?" <laughs> <laughs> I knew. But a thing. I Jesus, knew. You should have just said, "Amen." Jesus saved your boy. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So thanks, God. I appreciate yeah. it. Yo, for Jesus. Coming. Thanks Thank for coming you. through once. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, this weekend, AJ and I took uh, took our our ladies out to a nice night on the town. <laughs> As nice of a night on a town you can get around here. Uh, so we, I repotted some plants, and we went and got Taco Bell, and I got way too fucking high before we ordered. And uh, we went and saw the Green Knight, which was just amazing. Phenomenal. It's, uh, if you're looking for an action flick, don't it's, go in expecting not. to see an action flick. Yeah, it's really, it's really good. Um, it's, it's about, I mean, you know more about it than me. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to give, give much away because, you know, spoilers, well, I it's mean, a new movie. To be but, fair, you that, know, that a... poem's been out for a good, what, six? 600 years now. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No. So it's, it's you know, a, a Sir Arthur, King Arthur of Camelot story adaptation from, yeah, a really old poem. Basically follows his nephew. Mm-hmm. And the the imagery, it's an A24 oh movie, God. so it's it's got some weird shit. The imagery is fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's got some really beautiful shots. Uh, the, like, one in, in the intro scene where it's just like, the two spotlights up in the sky and the lights coming. Oh, my God. My favorite was the one where he's leaving Camelot. Yeah. And it's just that long, drawn out. It was good. Oh, Honestly, it was really good. I won't go any further. But, yeah, check that shit out for sure because, like. If oh if you're goodness. a nerd. You know, we always ask yeah. you guys for, for uh, you know, suggestions of what to watch. Now we're, we're giving back. Yeah. Get stoned. Watch that shit. Not or too don't. stoned. Or don't get too stoned. Or don't get stoned at all. <laughs> Yeah, but, but watch it. It's good. It's it's really good. It's it's I, got a little uh, a handful of intricacies, and I definitely recommend reading a synopsis after, because it it kind it's one that I now want to go see a second time. Yeah, because I'm like now that I know all the stuff, I'm sober. Like, oh, okay. I'd want to go see it again sober. Yeah, so it's. Lots it's of a, metaphor. It's a trip, yeah. Oh, and beautiful storytelling. Not a lot of dialogue. Just the portrayal of different emotions and things through color. And oh, we sound like assholes. We do. We sound like pretentious assholes. But I promise, it's a I good like, movie. I like artistic films. I'm not gonna apologize for it. I will. I'm not. They make them for a reason. People like me who are pretentious assholes about movies. You can't afford to go to. All those film festivals. I don't go to film festivals. They just stream it for free. <laughs> Fuck that. Hollywood has enough enough money that they oh lie my. about. Check out our sloppy <laughs> seconds on that shit. Nice reference. Yeah, you're welcome. I was saying a lot. A lot of like these <laughs> these artistic films are by you know low budget directors who are just trying to break into the you know to the French film festival and all that shit. Oh yeah, but I still watch it for free. So yeah. 
Not this Fuck one. Them. We paid. We paid. We paid, and we got plenty stoned, so it was fully worth it. It was. It was really good. So yeah. go watch it. Watch it in theaters. Yeah, big I time. think it's totally worth it. Yeah, it feels like one that you. It's you'll get more much better from the, the sound and the, the oh. giant ass screen. Or VR. Watch it in VR if you have one of those. <laughs> it's basically the same. Yeah, right? Oh, oh goodness. God. I need to try doing that. Watching yeah. shit in VR. Apparently, I can play video games. In VR? In the VR theater. Like, if I wanted to play Overwatch in VR theater, I could. Yeah, so but the why? screen would still be Overwatch. I don't know. Oh, right? I thought you were saying that you've never used it for video no, games before. God. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's a lot did of you, VR porn. Did you know that the you porn can machine use it? plays video games? <laughs> yeah, God. Oh, Jesus. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah. There you go. That's, that's the episode. That's the fucking week, baby. That's the episode. We we'll talk to you guys later. Every week. <laughs> I swear to God. I th- every week, I think I'm original. Every week. It's that joke. That same fucking joke. Every week with you. Ah! It's the same. God fucking damn it! The same casserole. <laughs> Sp- Peggy and meatballs. Sp- Peggy and meatballs. Barrels. Oh, God. So, um, back to... I mean... Nah, I'm not even going to try a good transition on this one. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> right back at, yeah. at it. So, back to what we were talking about. I was reading, and I was thinking about doing an episode on Spring Hill Jack, right? And... Uh, I had talked to AJ. We planned it. We were like, yo, we'll we'll build this shit up. We'll do a like a little I do some shit, you do some shit. It was gonna yeah. be great, right? I got like a paragraph in and there was another link that was like one of the most noteworthy paranormal experiences in London in the early eighteen hundreds was this. And I was like, oh, it'll fill. It'll be some good filler time. Make Maybe give me a good background. Yeah, it'll it'll add on yeah. like ten minutes. I click on it, and it was one of the most interesting ghost stories I think I've read. Is this a first ghost story from D? Yeah, this is like a second paranormal anything I'm, from D. I'm hitting you with a Scooby Doo special. Baby. Usually, this is me. I know it is, but this one do we this have one's the, me? Do we have Scooby Doo music on the soundboard? No. Pull it up. We need this. D gets spooky, bitch. Turn it down. Put the, leave this in the background for as long as we can. Okay. All right. All right. How's that? I think that sounds good. Let's look. Yeah. No, that's good. okay. So, in 1803 in London, uh, a town called Hammersmith. I'm gonna go a little bit lower. Yeah. You can. You can. Yeah. My, it was low. My as ADD want. gets a little fucked up with the guy. <laughs> okay. So, Hammersmith has basically uh, an odd event happening that okay. goes on, right? Yeah. This is setting up such a goof. It feels campy as fuck. I love it. Uh, so, um, in November that year, a lot of people start claiming that they see this guy, they're seeing this guy that the town knows committed suicide the year before. Okay. Um, and they they know that he was buried in the churchyard. And they're having little, like, happenings close to the churchyard and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so much so that uh, one, of the, one of the first stories that really came out um, 
involved an elderly woman and she was walking past the the churchyard one night and she said she was grabbed by the ghost and she she said it was vivid like i i know i was grabbed by something nobody else really saw it or anything and uh she actually died of a stroke two days later well, all right. So um, we got a little strokey ghosty. Yeah, right? Or they say she died of shock, right? I mean, she had a stroke. She died of well, a Well, I don't know. I, I messed up. I don't know if it was a stroke. Oh, okay. But they said died of shock. She was old, though. Okay, so probably had a fucking heart attack. Yeah. Around the same time, a pregnant woman had an encounter. This is not spooky so much. I'm turning it okay. off. Um, so a pregnant woman had an encounter. And it was kind of the same. She said she was seized by the ghost um, by the churchyard late one night. And a few days later, she died of shock. Oh. Yeah. So we have a serial shocker. Yeah. (laughs) Two for the pink, one for the stink, says the ghost. (laughs) Where does the thumb go? Never mind. Never mind. It holds it down for the gooch. I don't. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to, but. Maybe for the... It's... The, it's let's not talk the, about this. It's for the hammer. Pop, pop, pop. pop, pop. It looks like we're, we're shooting, playing cowboys. We're shooting guns. And yeah. we're shooting each other. Yeah. This is this is D at seven years old. Like, pow, pow, I'm going to shoot you with the, the shocker. And my mom would very likely go, that's a unique gun. And then one of my neighbors would be like, oh, my God, I can't believe D is flashing the shocker all over the place. <laughs> His parents have no idea. Okay, so, uh, these two women die. Big deal. Who fucking cares? Yeah, they're already right? 80. <laughs> Let them die. <laughs> so, uh, around the same time, in November as well, a brewer's servant claimed to have been throttled by the ghost. So, he was wandering around the churchyard with one of his friends, and he turned, and he remembers the ghost grabbing him by the throat, lifting him off the ground and his friend was up ahead of him and his friend kind of hears like a commotion going on behind friend turns around and as that happens um the goat the goat the (laughs) the ghost like disappears makes himself invisible and is gone okay right so the friend can't see it his, his buddy, the uh, brewer's servant, back on his two feet, he swings out to punch at this ghost, and he said it f- it felt like hitting a soft coat, like a like oh. an overcoat. So there's, so there's some physical contact. Yes, yeah, but he couldn't see anything afterwards. He was just kind of swinging loosely. Okay. Um, so... Was he wearing a coat? Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Probably. It was November in London, so very likely. Uh, The night watchman that would wander the churchyards claimed to have chased the ghost, but it threw off its cloak and disappeared. So you're getting kind of like regular regular stories across all things. There are multiple people experiencing this. Yeah, it's grabby, and it's not grabby with like one type of person. It's across the board. Um when it could potentially be exposed or apprehended or ganged up on, it disappears. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a grabby little guy. Grabby little ghost. Yeah, grabby little suicide boy. Now, um, <laughs> the 
the claims are so often in Hammersmith that uh, the city and a lot of concerned citizens end up creating their own police force, basically. Oh, a, a they, lynch mob for ghosts. Yeah, 100% that. I just realized this entire time I've been yelling into the microphone. I'm so sorry. That's ah, all good. <laughs> no worries. Um, so they set up this little police force, more or less like a neighborhood watch, right? They wander around the street at night, um, a handful of them, but all of them are armed. Like, they all either have clubs or guns. And um, one guy that was kind of like, he was the original night watchman. He kind of kick-started the whole thing. He's like, I saw this ghost. It disappeared when it ran away from me. So we need more people. He's wandering around one night. And another fellow by the name of Francis Smith is also patrolling the area with a shotgun. Hell yeah. And uh, these two cross paths, and Francis is just like, he seems like he's just hell-bent on getting this ghost tonight. With a shotgun. Yeah. yeah. Hell London, yeah. Early I'm going to kill you again, you son of a bitch. 1800 London's was a weird fucking place, man. So um, Francis is, is wandering about, and he runs into... A ghostly appearing figure. Interesting. All white. Um, standing on the corner and he's just slowly walking. Not in like a, a discernible direction or anything. He's just kind of like wandering. And so people reported hearing Francis yell, um, damn you. Who- I got that son of a bitch. Yeah, damn you. Who are you? What are you? Damn you. I'll shoot you. And shortly after... They hear shots fired. Well, all right. Yeah. So people run out into the street um, trying to find out exactly where things went down. And they find Francis standing with his gun, standing over the body of a man named Thomas Millwood. Now, Thomas Millwood was a bricklayer, right? Okay. He had just left his, his family's home. And he was actually heading to work. And Thomas was kind of known for, though he was a bricklayer, uh, he was known for being really clean with his clothing. Mm-hmm. Like, if if he ever got, like, he got dirty or anything, he would either buy new linens or he would buy, like, new, new shirts, whatever. But he was always wearing these very white clothes because he was a bricklayer. It hides the white cement that they were using at the time so the mortar yeah mortar yeah there we go uh and he's so thomas is dead on the ground and he has been shot in the jaw um it broke his neck damn and they said that it injured the marrow which i'm assuming my guess is it likely just fucked up his brain stem um because they say lower jaw so yeah so and Thomas, it's a shotgun. I'm assuming this yeah, dude shot him. Yeah. Thomas Millwood gets fucked up with basically a musket. <laughs> so <laughs> a blunderbuss. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um so Thomas gets just absolutely wrecked. And Smith is approached by other people and they're like, What happened? What happened? And Smith almost seems angry. 
not necessarily at himself, not necessarily at, at Thomas Millwood. He just seems like he's he's pissed. And Well, that ghost got away. Yeah, exactly. In in my opinion, I see that as is Thomas isn't so angry about the fact that like he shot somebody or that like he well killed somebody, but more so that he he isn't able to protect his area from this ghost. Because Francis fully believes in this ghost. No, no, this is exactly what happened. Ghost appeared. He shot at the ghost. Standing behind the ghost was the bricklayer. There you go. Not bad. I like it. Done. So. Solved it. You can close the episode now. Oh, there's the joke again. Fuck. Jesus. Uh, So, he goes back home, and Smith gets arrested later on that night. What? He was protecting his house. No, what? In fucking 19th century London, how could this happen? <laughs> Who would have suspected? Um, now, at his trial, Thomas Millwood's wife goes to the stand and she says uh, her husband had been approached multiple times in the past because uh, Thomas was killed like early, early, early January, right? Mm-hmm. And she she would tell Thomas, you need to make sure that you're wearing... Something other than just your your bricklayer uniform and, like, really fresh linen pants. Because people think that you're the fucking ghost. Yeah. Like, he would walk out there, and I'm assuming that this guy, he very likely works a graveyard shift. Um, He's, <laughs> like, he probably looks white, just pale as shit. Oh, yeah, One, he's a Londoner. he's from London. Yeah. Two, he's probably working graveyard, so... Who sees the sun? Dude's just wrecked. Mm -hmm. So he'd been approached about it previously, and she she recommended to him that night. She said, Thomas, put on your your overcoat. And he said, no, no, I don't need it, even though it's January. (laughs) I'll be fine. He was not fine. Although, I don't know if an overcoat would have really saved him from... Francis. I think Francis was looking to kill somebody that night. Francis was on the hunt. Yeah, Francis was on the prowl. So, uh, Thomas Millwood's sister said uh, Smith warned that he would shoot, but he fired almost immediately after his warning. Could have been a, a scared is trigger finger. Is this dude finger. a cop? Yeah. The problem with writing Freeze, this... Freeze! Bang! Here's... So while I was writing this whole thing, all I could really think about was fucking Zimmerman. Yeah. And Trayvon. That that was it. And I was just like, when I think of Thomas Millwood, I think of a black person. And I think of Francis Smith as a fucking cop. Every Jesus. Like even going over, I'm like, God damn, dude. That's, yeah. It happened at night. Oh man. Yeah. It's a struggle. You know, struggle. it happened, you know, isolated. I was kinda. I was typing it up and I was just like I don't know. Is this a racist episode? I was like, wait, oh, no, shit. this is no. not at all. Fuck. He's hunting a ghost. Yeah, god For damn it. For fuck's sake. Uh, so, uh, like I said, Millwood's sister was just like, yeah, there was basically no time for Thomas to defend himself to say, hey, my name is Thomas Millwood. I am not a ghost. Can a ghost do this? <laughs> I'm glad nobody could see that. I know. I'm so glad nobody uh, could see what I'm not going to explain it. No, uh, let's move on. So, 
<coughs> Lord Chief Baron, which I think is by far the coolest title that's, for a judge. That's pretty good. And I really want to look into becoming a judge in London <laughs> now. Lord Chief D. So <laughs> Lord Chief Baron, the judge, said there really wasn't any need to establish malice. Because it was kind of an open and shut case, except for the intent to kill. So they, they knew he was guilty of murder, no yeah. matter what. But they were like, we need to establish why he wanted to kill Thomas. And they had established that Smith had not acted in self-defense, and he did not act, do it by accident. Nor had he attempted to apprehend the apparition or been provoked by it. Hmm. Interesting. So what's so uh Lord Chief Baron also said, and before I get like into the verdict and everything, I'll get your opinion. So Lord Chief Baron stated that the previous good character of Francis Smith meant nothing in this case. Tell me what you think. What what do you think Francis's end all be all goal was? In terms of the ghost? Yeah, just, like, why, what his, like, if you were on the jury, you sit down in the room after, after you sit through the trial, you hear what his wife has to say, what his sister has to say, what the judge has to say. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what do, do you I say think? to your fellow jurors? Mm, oh. In an English accent. I'm not going to do an English accent. <laughs> it sounds kind of... Like a racist Russian, so I'm, I can't. Oh, that's that's so it's, it's really tough. So isn't a racist Russian just a regular Russian? <laughs> based on what you, based on what we've talked about before. Yeah. Okay. So it's interesting because obviously he murdered him. Yeah. But murder's murder, regardless of the intention behind it or not. I didn't mean to murder him, you know, you still did. But, I, thought, I thought he was a ghost, yeah. But he's still shooting a gun in London, <laughs> which there's probably something there. In a neighborhood, close in a to neighborhood, a church. Yeah. So maybe uh, manslaughter. Okay. Accidental murder. So I, I could say, I could make the defense of manslaughter. He didn't mean to kill him. He was trying to shoot at something that couldn't die. Maybe try to scare it off or something. I don't fucking know what his intention was shooting a ghost. Like, what do you expect to fucking happen? So that's that's my look at my my thoughts on the matter is that no matter what angle you look at Francis, in my opinion, I see it as murder. Whether it was a ghost, whether it was a man, whatever, Francis should not have been out on the streets with a shotgun with a shotgun that night. He could have been out on the streets if he had a club. That's a non-lethal I mean, he weapon, could have been and out I guess if you if with you, a shotgun, he shouldn't have shot it. I don't he shouldn't think he, be loaded. I don't think he should have been out there with a shotgun. Well, no, I don't well, either. Yeah. But this is also you yeah. Know, I mean, this is back in the day. Yeah, but if he had gone out with like a club, for example, yeah. I'm not saying that it would be okay to smack Thomas Millwood over the head with a club, <laughs> but you would find the answer to whether Thomas is a ghost or not, very based on the thump that you get <laughs> yeah. after you fucking bonk his head. <laughs> So, even if you hit his lower jaw, 
still going to get a little bit more of a physical <laughs> thump than no. a yeah. medical physical, a metaphysical. A medical physical. Like, huh? So yeah. I would say charge him with murder. And at the time, murder was a death penalty, right? You wouldn't say manslaughter. I wouldn't say manslaughter. I mean, he didn't mean to murder him. I so, don't know, so, man. So, so he went you... out with a shotgun. Well, he didn't mean to murder a human. This is this is a fucking musket shotgun, dude. Yeah, but you're not going to shoot it's... somebody and they live. This is this is 1803. You get shot. Well, the problem is you die. You have to. They have to actually hit you. I get not that, accurate. But it's not like he was very far away. Well, to to discuss the to talk about the you know murder or manslaughter. If you hit somebody with your car and they die. And it was an accident. Yeah, but... You didn't mean is, to murder them. This is a gun. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't shooting at what he thought was a human. Yeah, but why the fuck would anyone shoot uh, at a ghost? Beyond that. Beyond that. We don't know why he was shooting at a ghost or what he expected. He wasn't shooting at a person. So so if I was uh, hypothetically in the middle of nowhere, like nothing around 30 miles around me, there's no cities, no towns, I'm in a pit in the desert and I'm shooting at the wall a bullet ricochets off and kills somebody is that murder or manslaughter I would say that one's manslaughter but I'd say that's manslaughter I also I didn't mean to shoot anybody you're also not firing at something that could potentially be a person now, okay let, let's that has uh, a we need to set form. we need to set but, up a different so, idea so, so the so, fact is in, hold on, in hold my, on. my opinion real quick no no I want to change it Thomas, Thomas Millwood I know I'm, so Thomas Millwood is not this like like ball of gases. Thomas Millwood is a human-shaped thing standing in front of Francis and Francis has a human-ending weapon in his hands. He warns him, asks who and what he is and gives no time for response, which was wrong. I agree. He should have waited for a response. But and you, I get we're the, also I get looking the at fear. It. I get the fear is definitely going to. to well, more change than that, his just b- belief. Things. You're you're viewing this viewpoint as somebody who's yeah, on the fence, skeptic. yeah, uh, as skeptic a skeptic on this stuff. Now, if you were 100 percent convinced that this ghost, who is also probably a demon from Satan, because that's what ghosts were, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'd really hesitate as a ghost keeps walking up to you. But would you believe that a bullet can stop a ghost maybe a ghost that can disappear maybe it'll just make it disappear maybe like that i think that that was the idea anytime somebody tried to grab it or touch it it would disappear so you shoot it and make it disappear and that's a big enough thing that you're going to scare it off or something but they're trying to apprehend it and that was the judge's defense is that he made no attempt to apprehend the ghost and i mean would shooting it but they knew apprehending the ghost never worked because they would Grab him, and they, they didn't would really grab. The one guy tried to punch. He didn't try to grab it though. And it disappeared when the other guy was when it was running away from that other dude. I don't know. I, I think. But uh, I do get. I do get your yeah, approach. Yeah, no, I know. I I'm just. I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, you're good. And it's funny because the manslaughter approach, like saying manslaughter, is actually what the jury came back to the court with. Hold on. One more question yeah. so that I make sure I we're on the same I page. I won't go all all in on the verdict just yet. Okay. So 
uh, fuck, this was probably in the uh, 2000s, I think. There's a dude. He wakes up one night. He's covered in blood. He drives to the police department and says, I don't know what happened. I might have hurt somebody. So he's sitting. Basically, they're collecting evidence from him. They start calling around. He had gotten up, sleepwalking, got in his car, drove to his in-law's house, and brutally murdered them with, like, a screwdriver. Jesus. And then he woke up in the car driving back. Just completely unaware of what Covered happened. in blood. Had no idea what, ha- what had happened. So Damn. it became this huge case because it's, well, can you prove he was awake or asleep? Yeah, can you prove whether he made the con- conscious decision of doing it? Yeah, like... And I love this lawyer shit. I love it so fucking much, getting into the intricacies of You it. should go to Louisiana and then just take the bar because you don't actually have to go through any school to get to take the bar in Louisiana. And then I can be our fucking... <gasps> I can sign all of our paperwork. We can make the pressure points letterhead, the legal pressure points yes, letterhead. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll rent out a Deal. lot in Louisiana and have that the, just the business. Just buy me, buy me some law books. Perfect. Dope. Google. We're set. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Free law book PDF, no. Louisiana. <laughs> Louisiana bar exam key. <laughs> I'm sure it's online. I'm sure. Oh, but, God. But, you know, that that's an interesting case because okay, I mean, yeah. he obviously murdered somebody, yeah. but he didn't mean to. Yeah. He wasn't necessarily conscious. He he eventually, I think he eventually got off. Really? And yeah, he, he was, he. I mean, obviously it ruined his entire life and he was full of guilt and I'm pretty sure his wife left him. I'm just sure because it was it was just honestly, too much to handle. It makes sense. Like I feel like being able to approach that if you were <sighs> able to. I don't know if you would have to fight like uh, innocent by reason of insanity. You might just because he wasn't cognizant during the entire thing. But that's fucking crazy shit. But yeah. I could still see them charging him with manslaughter I could because still see they have evidence against him. In this case, because they know who did it yeah, and because he, he was in. aware, uh, I I don't blame them for basically sentencing Francis to the death penalty. I don't agree with the death penalty. At the time, it was kind of a frontier justice system well, anyway. I was going to say, it's, it's but I mean, I kind of support the death penalty if it's, if it's bad, take him around yeah. back and shoot him. That's fair. But the death penalty as we have it with, uh, you know, lethal injection that doesn't always work. And, you uh, know, that's a current, whole other episode. Plus our, our current justice system just isn't set up well in the United States anyway. Yeah. Um, but like if we had a solid justice system, it would just say, you know, it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars to put one person to death yeah, in, in the system because of, you know, private and privatized jails. But if you just take them around back and have a firing squad. That's the cost of seven blanks and one real bullet. So. Sorry. The, no, no, Sidetrack. No, no. Dude, you're just fine. I, I needed filler time anyway. Um, <laughs> we never need filler time. So uh, the with the death penalty back in 1803, it was death by hanging and then dissec- dissection, right? Hell yeah. Yeah. They went, they went all in, probably just to make sure that they were actually dead. And and to make it so that if the ghost comes back, he can't walk. <laughs> yeah. So doesn't they, have his limbs. So that they know the ghost that comes back was a murderer. <laughs> so that you're okay to shoot at it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the judge or the jury was advised to come to a, ver- a verdict. After an hour, they decided he should be charged with manslaughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good job. They were told that the court couldn't receive that verdict 
that only whether Francis You're wrong. that only whether Francis was guilty or should be acquitted was acceptable. Mind you, this is fucking political theater back in eighteen hundreds. Oh yeah. England. So um so the jury convenes again, they come back out and they say we've returned with a guilty verdict. Um and he is sentenced to hanging and dissection. Now they actually changed his punishment because it was viewed as a manslaughter case. And he was actually given a year of hard labor, which is a very, very light sentencing versus hanging and dissection, in my opinion. Yeah. It's like, we're going to kill you, too. You have to work hard for a year. It's like, Francis just like, fine by me. <laughs> All right, I won't question it. Let's yeah. go. I didn't have to, Let's I sign didn't that have to bang- make a fucking plea bargain. Dope. Yeah, bang the gavel. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, there was major, major publicity surrounding the event that actually brought truth to the light about the Hammersmith ghost. Oh, really? Now, John Graham was an elderly shoemaker, and he had an he had an, uh, an apprentice who was intentionally scaring John's children and grandchildren with ghost stories, like all the time. He, he would come over to the shop, work, and kids would come up and say, what are you working on, apprentice? And he would just spook them, mm-hmm. constantly scare these kids. So John Graham decided he was going to teach this kid a lesson. And John dressed up in a white sheet by the churchyard, <laughs> and he intended to find and scare his apprentice. When he would not find him, he would build hype around the fact that that there was a ghost by the churchyard. <laughs> he Love was it. never charged with a crime, but the ghost of Hammersmith was never real. <laughs> so <laughs> so Francis, a man got murdered for Francis no reason. Smith killed Thomas Millwood for no reason because someone was trying to go out and scare people. Fucking ridiculous. Love it. I'm not finished, though. Oh. In 1983, uh, the UK had to approach a case and uh, about a basically a mugging and an assault. Now, Francis Smith's case was brought up in that case. Because so the the course of the the event was there was a kid who um, he had mugged this woman and uh, a, this man saw him grabs the kid and just starts dragging him towards the police station. Now, as a kid is being dragged, the kid is begging bystanders for help. And we'll say his name is Joe. Uh, Joe comes over to help this kid because he didn't see the mugging. All he sees is a man dragging a kid and the kid's asking for help. So Joe goes over and Joe says, let that kid go. And the man goes, no, I am a police officer. I'm taking him to the station like this kid's going to jail. And Joe says, show me your documents. Show me your badge, whatever. Like if you're a cop, prove it. Guy's not able to show documents. So Joe sees this guy as a kidnapper and beats the shit out of him, knocks a couple of this dude's teeth out, and it goes 
I mean, the guy presses charges because he says, I was preventing a crime and this dude stopped me from essentially continuing to prevent it and holding this kid liable. And Joe says, all I was doing was protecting this kid because I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. Yeah. So uh, they establish in the court that, and it's going to sound kind of confusing. Okay. Because it's fucking law terms and shit. Establish in court that the mistake of fact can be successful can be a successful defense regardless of whether the belief is reasonable or not. So oh, the I mistake see. of the assault is only a defense if it's a reasonable defense. So So I saw I thought it was a ghost and I shot it. I saw a dude kidnapping a kid, so I beat his ass. Yeah. Okay, I see the connection between the cases. So, essentially what they did was they kind of defended Francis at the time. They said his full belief in the ghost and trying to prevent it was, in essence, his defense. Yeah. And saying he's not... He believed it. He's not liable of murder. Yeah. So... That's like saying, uh, never mind, I was going to make a joke about an anti-vaxxer. He believes it has mercury, so when his kid dies, he's not liable. Yeah. So Ooh, I don't only, like that anymore. The only issue is that the approach that they took with Joe is that Joe should not have turned to violence so quickly. He should have asked more probing questions to the man dragging the kid. Like Joe, they should have done with Joe the ghost. Joe was found guilty, exactly the same as uh, Francis. Francis was found guilty. He should have asked more follow-up questions, should not have resulted to violence so quickly, Mm -hmm. and the whole situation would have been avoided. Problems solved. So, if you see a ghost, do not shoot at it. I don't (laughs) think it will do anything. But yeah, uh, I, I hit you with a ghost story that was not actually a ghost story. It was me just talking law all along. Oh, you, you bastard. You fucking played, you, I baby. knew you were going to try that. <laughs> you thought you were getting away from homework for the night? I just hit you with a law book, bitch. <laughs> oh, goodness. But yeah, uh, so I mean, I guess we technically got two episodes out of this because we planned originally for a better one. And, and then you got this. And then your boy D went. Went in, into law. Here I am, Harvard Law School. PP Law School, baby. PP Law School. PP we law are. School. If we get, I'm gonna make a new stretch goal because I gotta do that. <laughs> if we get 30 Patreon oh, subscribers, goodness. we will fly to Louisiana and attempt the bar exam. Yeah, absolutely, I'll do it. <laughs> I would be so happy if I if I got that. I would kill to defend people. I would, you would only be able to do that I would, in Louisiana. I would murder people to defend, to defend them. murderers. Uh, yeah, dude, I I'm a I'm a sucker for fucking law, man. Bastard, it's crazy. Not fucking a cab eating motherfucker. <laughs> no bootlicker. You fucking bootlicker. Not that. Not that at all. Oh, actual the, law. The opposite side of that oh up actually Ensuring, upholding yeah justice. actually upholding justice not not allowing people to go to jail for no fucking oh, oh, reason like like a, a white woman who stole 250 uh got probation black woman who stole same area forty thousand dollars went to jail exactly <laughs> these are the reasons i would love to do it 
I don't have the drive to actually take law school or any school for that mm-hmm. matter. I was like, come on, come so on. There's my to, Just go online. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not bad. I'm doing it. Uh, this is me. I can barely even do my fucking notes a day before. <laughs> I have two one-hour assignments done, and it is three minutes oh, until I am two hours away to their due date. <laughs> so, That's fair. Yeah, I'm I'm managing. I th- I think I think you should look into it. Get some prereqs. It's really not that bad. I, I actually know somebody who who went. But then I become a soulless lawyer. No, 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 no. no and no. then I have to read nonfiction. Do you know how much I hate nonfiction? I love nonfiction. <laughs> Wait, you hate nonfiction? <laughs> it's all we read for this podcast. <laughs> Why do you think I hate doing my notes? What the fuck? Why did you do this? This is bullshit. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that joke every episode. <laughs> oh, bringing it back, baby. Do it. I'm gonna hold you accountable. I mean, I'll look into it. We'll get some more. I'm not going to make any promises. We'll get some more. I'll make a stretch goal. 50 patrons uh, pay for D's <laughs> law school. Oh, Licensed God. lawyer. Don't do that because then all of the proceeds have to go to me going to law school. And none of them go to ha- like your half doesn't go to you at all. It goes to me going to uh, law school. Hey, if you're going into law school, I support it. I'm going to fail out so that we still have all the patrons. <laughs> and I tried law school. Uh, oh, you, just, you just enroll, never show up. <laughs> Day one, you're kicked yeah. out of law school. Okay. Whoops. Whoopsie daisies. Don't unsubscribe. Uh, do you have Patreon pulled up? Oh, fuck. Uh, yes. We've got a lot today. Oh, yeah. To this is going to be great. Let's see uh, if I can is, fucking find it. This is intense. <clears throat> All right. So uh, we have. Oh, I was going to do it. Yeah, if you want. Yeah. Just do the first name on that one. (coughs) Sorry. We have Abby, AJ's Third Nut, Lindo, NSA Isn't Real, D's Nuts, Nordic Thunder, Toddle Waddle, Dark Runner, Haley, and Casey McFacey. Thank you guys so much. Major, major shout out to you guys. Like, this is crazy. We just fucking exploded. Yeah, big ol' explosion. <coughs> such oh my a big, god, I'm such dying. Such a big explosion that AJ got COVID. <laughs> no, uh, thank Christ, no. no but ten! Yeah. We made it to we, ten! We hit our very first stretch goal. This is, like, um, I didn't think this would happen for a couple of years. At really. some point soon, you guys, those that are our patrons, will get a... The toe reveal. Yeah, legit, it it actually is happening. It actually is. Uh, you get to see my gross yeah, toes. We, we walk you through the studio with a, a non-audio, well, actually, it has audio, but we actually do a video and show you the studio a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Where we, where we put our butt cheeks mm-hmm. and show off our tootsies. Yep, all day. Yeah, it's a, thank you. Thank I you really, so much. I like... really cannot thank you guys enough. I posted on Patreon earlier this week, last week, and thank you, but this has been astounding so we appreciate it if you're interested uh i know i talk about it all the time at the start of the episode but we're tying things up so if you are interested on checking out our patreon we do an extra show it's called sloppy seconds we release a couple every week we're working on being a little bit more regular and aj and i are working on bigger projects um more journalism type uh projects that will probably start out as patreon exclusives um so if you're interested by all means you can subscribe 
Uh, if you sign up to certain tiers, you can get a free fucking sticker, baby. Hell um, yeah. Other tiers, you can get discount codes. You can get free merch as well. Um, uh, I think. I don't know. I thought that was one of them. It used to be. I know. I'm just, I'm trying to remember. Oh. But <laughs> what check all it got? out. We're doing our best to make it worth it for you guys. Uh, we have some lower price tiers, so look into it. We'd appreciate the support, but don't break the bank if you can't yeah, afford yeah. it. If you can't afford it, don't do it. Yeah, obviously. This is just if you got yeah, a little, if you time. got four or six bucks to throw away. Yeah, go for it. We're then not you know complain. we'd love it. We we yeah. won't complain about Honestly, it. Honestly, it helps. It helps motivate us to do more with that exclusive content. Do more with the podcast. Yeah. So I'm gonna... it is greatly appreciated that people are supporting us. And really, like, the things, like, just giving you an extra show, uh, it's, in my opinion, like, it's not, it's not enough to say thank you. Like, we owe you guys a ton, and we really appreciate it. Um, as always, though, find us on Instagram and Twitter, at Points O Pressure. Send us... Anything you got, uh, really quick, I want to thank um, Taylor, I think that was their name. Well, while, while he's looking for that, I'm going to name off just a couple episode titles from Sloppy Seconds. My favorite most recent one was What Ronald Reagan Wanted to Hide, parentheses, not clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> so that one's really good. Uh, let's see, going to scroll down. We got a finally Josh. Uh, let's see. Fucking Josh. McDonald Minecraft. It makes more sense there in the episode. Um, uh, we've been with Joe. We actually have some other people on these every once yeah. in a while. I forgot about that. that. We had a string yeah. where we had like four or five people in the room. <laughs> so full. Awful. Um, and 90s kids, parentheses, dumb. Uh, Bambi dick. I don't remember. <laughs> actually, I do kind of remember the background of that. Oh, oh, we talk about Scientology. Yeah, food revolution. Oh, I I get heated on on a couple of these where I'm just fucking yelling yeah. for no reason. They're good. Uh, not nearly as structured as this ep- like our regular episodes are. Yeah, it's, you wouldn't it's think that you could get less structured than this, but we managed. <laughs> we to. did it somehow. Um, Taylor is the one that messaged us. Truly appreciate you reaching out. Um, and I'm glad you found us. Thank you for following and uh, shooting us a message. Your feedback was fantastic. Um, and same to Mal. Or, yeah, Mal. I appreciate you reaching out all the time. It has been fantastic getting your, your feedback and show ideas, even though we haven't really touched upon any of them yet. Yet. We have a pretty huge cache of stuff that we're working on clearing yeah. through. I have a lot of source material. Oh, my gosh. I have so many out. from Nordic Thunder that are just so awesome so please 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 reach out with show suggestions um honestly a lot of stuff can get expedited up the uh up the list if we really dig it so yeah reach out to us and we will catch you dudes next monday thanks again for joining us